freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome back to our number two of episode 81 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. Well, our theme today is taking it to the streets. You know, the old Doobie Brothers song. Well, I was listening to it recently, and I just kind of, I heard it differently. I heard it in such a way that, you know, there's all these people out there. They're riding every week. They're just doing all this craziness, and, and they, I guess, they're taking it to the streets. But then I thought, you know what? Those of us that are one-on-one teaching and training firearms safety and education, we're, we're talking about to our children and our neighbors about our constitutional values and passing those along. We are taking it to the streets, to the people who live on our streets. And so uh, that's, that's kind of the reason for the theme behind our show today. And our next guest, Scott Lavin, is uh, you would be filling up a ton of streets with what you've got going on this this weekend coming up. This is the big every year outdoor expo that you're going to be talking to us about. And who's Scott? Scott is the Arizona Game and Fish Wildlife Recreation Branch Chief and the crowd goes wild. I want a title like that. (laughs) Did I actually say your name right? You, you said my name right, and you got my title right, which I don't ha- get half the time. There's a lot of words there. Uh, <laughs> All right. So uh, a little bird tells me that not only is this expo like every year, not only is it amazing, but it's it's free. It is free, free? to the public. Free, free parking, too. Free parking? How much does that cost? I know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, it's so uh, this will be the 10th anniversary Ooh. of the Arizona Game and Fish Outdoor Expo brought to you by Shakara Safari Club International. Um, and it's, it's because of our title uh, sponsor, Shakara Safari Club International, and all of our other sponsors that we are able to bring you this event for free. Um, department, uh, the department, Arizona Game and Fish Department does not pay for this event. Your tax dollars do not pay for this event because the Arizona Game and Fish Department does not get any of your tax dollars. So this is, a, this is an event that we work very hard to make sure that we can provide those first experiences to, to get somebody on the right path for, for uh, enjoyable, safe, ethical outdoor recreation. That is fantastic. And I love that you remind us that, you know, this isn't on the backs of the taxpayer, right? Because you, your dollars come from conservation. Correct. Right? And what is conservation? Hunting, fishing, right? These kinds <clears throat> of things. And so what you're doing is you're now using those dollars to feed back into the next generation of hunters and fishers and outdoors people. While, while some of the department's budget does indeed go to uh, outreach programs on a year-round basis, um, the, like I say, the Outdoor Expo 
is uh, brought to you by some incredible sponsors. Like I say, the, the, our title sponsor this year is Shakar Safari Club International. Our gold sponsors, 1AZ Credit Union, Shooters World, Daniel Defense, uh, and a list of silver and bronze sponsors. They are the ones that are bringing you this event for free, in wow. addition to all of our wonderful exhibitors. that We're going to have uh, around 170 exhibitors and vendors at the Expo. Um, we know that uh, it's, it's a 16-acre event, so it, it, it's, it's a quaint little backyard event, if you can imagine <laughs> yeah, that. Um, not. I think we're going to set a new record this year, being our 10th year anniversary. We, t- we average in the mid-40,000 people in two days. Uh, it is the largest, most attended outdoor recreation event in the state of Arizona, and the only one that focuses uh, the growth of, local, uh, of the local Arizona economy. That is I'm so excited. Now, this is mom, dad, kids, bring the neighbors, right? Everybody should come out to this. Absolutely. We, uh, we've, we've had some, we do some exit interviews. We've, we've, we have families that bring three generations to the expo. They've been coming since we started it 10 years ago. Wow. Um, I, you know, I've never seen a, somebody have a bad day at the expo. Um, you know, you, you get in for the awesome price of free, and then you have just everything that you could possibly imagine uh, literally under the sun because it is an outdoor event. Uh, but, I mean, everything from uh, uh, we have a mile-long range of firearm manufacturer vendor reps to try firearms such as Daniel Defense, our gold sponsor, Glock, SIG, POF, <clears throat> just any type of firearm. Over 1,000 people every year buy a firearm for the first time in their life at the Arizona Game of Fish Outdoor Expo. So, wait, you're saying that they can come with their family and they can actually shoot firearms at the range? The only show we know of like it. Yes, that sir. is <laughs> phenomenal. Now, tell us again where this is. So this is at the Ben Avery Shooting Facility, which is on Carefree Highway. The exact address is 4044 West Black Canyon Boulevard. Uh, it's right off the 17, conveniently located. Uh, we're 9 to 5 on Saturday, March 25th, and 9 to 4 on Sunday, March 26th. What's the weather supposed to be like next weekend? Because it's pretty toasty this weekend. It is. So um, our vendors are undercover. We have these large circus tents that we put a lot of the vendors. Um, most of our range facilities have, have hard structured overhead cover to get you out of the direct sun. We've got amazing food vendors for the just the best lemonade, iced tea, uh, uh, you know, elk burgers. I just So there's really good eating at this event. Um, but uh, I think we're, we're looking at mid-80s, which is about normal. We're in the middle of the desert, so it can get a little windy. Um, we, but we have uh, people trams that, you know, it's a 16-acre event. We'll, we'll, we'll shuttle you the length of the event so you can kind of pick and choose which bus stop to get off on and which experience. Um, we build a 90,000-gallon pond in the middle of the desert so you can try kayaking. What? Oh, I think I would accidentally fall in, and then I get to be wet and cool off. <laughs> it's terrible. I, we've never had a complaint because of that. Right? Um, oh, my gosh. That's wonderful. So we're talking grab a hat, throw on some sunscreen, Get grandma, grandpa, you know, the neighbors, whoever you want to bring out. It's free. You get there. You can shoot a gun. You can, is there fishing involved? Did we I have, hear there was fishing involved? We have involved? family fishing. Uh, so we have entire, it used to be, we used to focus everything on the youth. Um, we've, we've realized that the, these experiences are best cultivated when the parents are present and they share in the activity with the youth. So we, we've changed everything. Uh, instead of uh, uh, youth introduction to shooting, we have just introduction to shooting. Instead of youth fishing, we have family fishing. So absolutely, we have these two large giant tanks that we fill uh, with, with bluegills uh, that, that the family can go through and ca- catch a, a fish, take a picture of the youth with the fish, 
uh, and just have a lot of fun. Basically, this this is you know it's called outdoor recreation for a reason. Uh, it, this gives you a chance to unplug and just enjoy your family and the opportunities. Arizona is one of the most amazing states for outdoor recreation. We have more species of wildlife diversity than any other landlocked state of the country. So there is a lot to see and recreate about. We can get you started. So are you going to have uh, any kind of exotic animals or anything there? So our Adobe Wildlife Rehabilitation Center is present. They're going to be one of the first tents you're going to see when you come out of the entrance tent. Uh, we, we generally have um, owls, golden eagles. Of course, it's Arizona, so we probably have a few venomous reptiles. Um, depending on, on the temperature and the humidity, it will depend on what kind of mammals we actually bring out. But, yes, there's a huge diversity of live wildlife that you will be able to see up close. And then also I heard that ATVs. We have a, a few ATV vendors, um, and so uh, we also have uh, RV vendors present. Uh, we have uh, boat vendors. Uh, so oh, wait a minute. Did you say boat? Boats. Yes, indeed. Okay, Dan can't go now. I'm sorry. You just ruined it. Yeah. Dan's not allowed to go out there. <laughs> and, and it wouldn't be enough. Well, he could just leave his wallet at home. Okay, you can go, babe. It'll be fine. <laughs> we'll make sure you get a business card. We'll <laughs> get you taken no, care. Leave my wallet Scott, at home. Stop. All right, and of course, it wouldn't one. be an outdoor event without trucks. We have, we definitely have a, a truck vendor as well. So, um, not only can you learn what activities there are in Arizona, you can learn what organizations will connect you with a calendar of events to kind of get you through that that evolution of that learning curve, and also vendors to get you the right gear to be out and recreate safely. So, Scott, out of all that, what is the most exciting thing for you there? Uh, besides it when it's over, uh, that's my ex- most exciting part. <laughs> you get to have a nap. Um, no, it, I, it, you know, it's tough because when I used to come as a customer, um, I used to really enjoy trying out the different forms of firearms. Now now that I, I'm kind of the lead for this event, I don't have a lot of time for that. So my best time is, is seeing everybody else have a good time, watching people kayaking. I, you know, basically for two days, I, I literally just drive around and make sure everybody's having a good time. And that is without a doubt the most fun. That is cool. And the one thing we didn't mention is there's archery, too, and that is something that I've got to try. We, we have an incredible archery line set up. Uh, we have a, we, well, one of the programs we run uh, year-round is the National Archery in the Schools program, so um, well, there are definitely going to be a lot of archers there. Um, we have, uh, if you like shotguns, we have shotgun clay busting area. If you like center fire firearms, ha- handguns, long guns. And then, of course, uh, the introductory to shooting is 22 caliber, and that instruction is provided by very safe, very qualified range officers, many of which are, are uniformed law enforcement officers. So there's no safer environment to learn, your, you know, to, to safely recreate with firearms. I love absolutely everything you just said. So as we go out to commercial, tell folks once again, what is it? Where is it? How much is it going to cost? So it's the uh, Arizona Game of Fish Outdoor Expo brought to you by Shakar Safari Club International. And it's right off the 17 North Phoenix on Carefree Highway at Ben Avery Shooting Facility. It's free admission to uh, attend, free parking to drive in and, and park. Um, but, if you know, it's a 16-acre event. I've never been able to get, get through it without at least buying lemonade or maybe a, a, a funnel cake or a hot dog or mm. something. So um, food would be your now minimum expense. Um, but like I say, there's a lot of toys to tempt you. We have ATMs on the property, um, and pretty much uh, about a million dollars a year is purchased either at or immediately after the expo from people seeing what they like and getting geared up to go out and have fun. And don't let all that all those people scare you about parking, too, because we went to the 1,000-man event, and parking was a breeze, and I was really afraid of that. Getting in and out of there was easy. It's right off the Carefree Highway. It's super easy to get through. You'll have a ball. 
We, we, we are blessed. We have the Maricopa County Sheriff's Department helps us with traffic control. Um, they keep everybody moving forward. Uh, and pretty much the parking spaces are almost half as big as the event. So we definitely have a lot of parking for the public. Fantastic. Don't miss this. This is a free outdoor expo on March 25th and 26th. That's next weekend. Thank you so much for coming in. Scott Lavin of the AZ Game and Fish Wildlife. He is the Recreation Branch Chief. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, we've got much more coming up. We've got Don Turner. He is with the Nevada Firearms Coalition, the statewide grassroots organization for people who support the Second Amendment. So fits right in perfect with our Taking It to the Streets. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com, or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. Hey, ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband and Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Welcome back, and thank you for sticking around and being here with us on a gorgeous Saturday. If you're listening to us live, you're with us on Saturday. If you're listening to us on one of our playbacks, it could be any day of the week. It could be any time of the day. And isn't that just the wonderful thing about, you know, on-demand listening and when you can tune in when it's good for you and then you can just really get in there and and binge listen. That's what Dan and I do. We'll like start a, a TV show and we just plow through it. We just binge watch or we binge listen. And uh, you can do that with our show if you go to gunfreedomradio.com. 
you click the On Demand tab, and all 81, including this episode, of our episodes are on there. And if you want to put a face with a voice, there is a, we have guest pages. For every single person we have ever had on the show, you can click on the Guest tab at GunFreedomRadio.com, and you'll see a bio page. There's links to the people that we've had on to their Facebook pages, to their their home pages that you know if they have their own web page, articles maybe they've written, articles maybe that were written about them, maybe some uh, interviews they've done in other places. So it's really a great resource uh, that you can go in there and just spend a lot of time. And uh, we are excited today to add another face and voice to our guest page and to our show. We are about to bring on Don Turner. Now, Don is the president of the Nevada Firearms Coalition. That is the statewide grassroots organization for people who support the Second Amendment. And there's just an awful lot of stuff going on in Nevada, so I don't want to take even one more minute before I bring him on. Don, are you with us? I am. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, and thank you so much for being with us. Now, we want to dive right in and tell folks, you know, I, I introduced you as the president of the Nevada Firearms Coalition. I started our show talking about an organization here in Arizona that's the Arizona Citizens Defense League. We have the the Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association. You guys are all sort of, you do sort of the same things, just in different states, right? That's correct. The um, Nevada Farms Coalition is the NRA Association for Nevada, like the uh, Arizona State Rifle and Pistol is for Arizona. Mm-hmm. But we're also the grassroots activist group, uh, like the Arizona Citizens Defense League. So we have a both rolled into one package. We actually have three organizations. We have the Nevada Farms Coalition, and we have the Nevada Farms Coalition. I'm sorry, Nevada Farms Coalition Foundation, and then we have the Nevada Farms Coalition Political Action Committee. Ooh, you're so busy. We, yeah, we do all three things. <laughs> Holy cow! Well, so when we're talking about this, we're talking about you know, you guys are watching your watchdogs. You're you're making sure that there are good bills being presented, right? Correct. And you're making sure that bills that work against our rights are being thwarted, defeated, uh, frustrated in whatever ways you you possibly can. Would I is that, that a fair way of saying that? That's fair, except that the citizenry um, this last year elected a very liberal legislature. So I don't know how good we are at stopping things, but we certainly are opposed <laughs> to them. Yeah, but that was so close, right? It, it was it was very close. And uh, personally, I think something that, in my own personal opinion, that there was politics at the national level mm. that suppressed the Republican turnout in Nevada mm-hmm. because certain groups didn't like the person running for president. Mm-hmm. So they just didn't come out and vote. Gosh, that is so frustrating. Um, yeah. So, you know, we you have what you have. And we'll we'll have another go at it in in a couple of years, I suppose, or is it four years when we vote on that again? Well, in Nevada, um, the legislature meets every other year, mm-hmm. okay. and they, they serve for two years. So we'll have a another election before two thousand eighteen for Nevada legis- different positions in Nevada legislature. Well, hopefully, we can keep people from from dozing off. You know, they can keep them 
engaged and, and understanding, you know, how close it was that we could have had somebody in Nevada that was, was supportive of our gun rights. We know there's that old saying that the only two things that destroy guns are rust and politicians. <laughs> so but I've, I've changed that. It's rust and gun owner apathy. Oh, right. And that is the thing is we've got to stay awake. We've got to stay informed. And yeah. uh, and I think that that's the downside of people feeling like, oh, well, Donald Trump's going to protect all of our gun rights in every single city and every single state. And that is just not how it works. We've got to have organizations like the Nevada Firearms Coalition and and people to volunteer in those organizations, right? That is, that is so true. I wish I had 100 bucks for every time I've heard a Nevada gun owner say, this is the West. They'll never do that in Nevada. Mm, yeah, you know? not so. Then, yeah, and that's what, what happens, and then you get liberal progressives in office that want to take your gun rights away. So that's a word of warning for Arizona. Um, Nevada's ahead of Arizona as far as progressive influence because we're closer to California. So we're kind of a bellwether state for Arizona. For instance, they did the the quote-unquote universal background check, which I call national gun registration bill Mm. in Nevada. Now they're trying it in Arizona. So they're working their way from California towards the east. Mm-hmm. So we send it. We tend to hit these subject materials before Arizona gets smacked with them. And that's why you know we talk to people all across this country. You're in Nevada. We're sitting here in Arizona. Uh, people listen to us from coast to coast, and even in different countries, we're we're able to see that we have listeners in in Germany, and um, you know Austria and Switzerland, places like that. Um, but what happens in Arizona can affect for good or bad, other states. What's happening in California is definitely affecting, for bad, other states. What happens in Nevada, you know, on and on. And so let's talk about some of the the bills that you're you're dealing with right now. You gave me a whole list, so I'm going to let you just grab the one that that is top of your mind and, and tell us about it. Well, what happens in Nevada is that the legislature meets every other year. And for that reason, a lot of our bills don't tie together very well. But the legislature also meets for 120 days. So that means before they meet, they, they put in what they call a bill draft request. And the Legislative Council Bureau goes over that and puts it in their appropriate legal language. And then the bills are introduced. They're introduced in the Assembly, and they're introduced in the Senate. They go through the hearings. And if they pass the hearings, they go to the floor. Then they go to the other house, they go to the committee hearing, they go to the floor. And if they pass there, then they go to a joint session, they pass there, then it goes to the governor's desk. That's how it works in Nevada. It's pretty similar to to, um, Arizona. So what we try to do is get on top of the bills as soon as they're introduced. And so uh, to prepare for this, we raised funds and we hired a full-time lobbyist. So we have a full-time lobbyist in Carson City. We also have a company that manages our PAC webpage, our PAC Facebook page, and does all of the reporting to the Secretary of State. And then we were able to get a grant where we have what we call CapWiz. So if you're a subscriber and we put out an alert on a bill to oppose it or support it, you'll get an email and it says, Dear follower, please you know, look this over and then send it. And when they look over the bill, they add their name and address and stuff, and they push submit, 
and it goes to the targeted people at the appropriate uh, assembly or wow, or senate. So we were able to generate sometimes up to as high as 1,500 letters. And the problem is, since we only meet 120 days, they made like Sunday last Sunday they decided to have a hold it decided to have a hearing Monday morning. Mm. And if we'd been using snail mail, there mm. would have been no no time. Exactly. to get people to respond. So we had to go social media. Wow. So anyways, there's some bills that, that uh, are interesting that come up that we're uh, in favor of, and then there's ones that, uh, of course, we're opposed to. And um, one of the bills, it's a House uh, Assembly bill. Um, right now, if you moved to Nevada and you have a concealed carry permit that's recognized in Nevada, uh, you have 30 days when you 60 days when you become a resident to get your Nevada concealed carry permit. The problem is the law allows the sheriffs 120 days to issue the permit. Oh gosh! So we got a bill in which is a high priority that would close that gap, so uh, there wouldn't be a you know a dead period. Mm-hmm. We have a another bill that we're supporting that would allow people in the military and the National Guard to have a concealed carry permit at 18. Mm-hmm. Right, right now it's 21. So if you're in the military, we think you should have be able to have a concealed carry permit at 18. Nice. Then we have a, another bill uh, in the Assembly that would allow for basically what Arizona did to allow for you to carry a um, concealed weapon. Now, in Nevada... It's different. In Arizona, when you have a concealed weapons permit, it's for weapons. In Nevada, when you have a concealed weapons permit, it's only for handguns. Mm. It, it doesn't include any other kind of firearms. So mm-hmm. anyways, we wanted, uh, this bill would allow us to have a permitless carry for handguns like Arizona's bill. And then we have another bill in the Assembly we're really opposed to. And um, because the Nevada Firearms Coalition is involved with firearms in in response to hunting, we mm-hmm. get involved in some conservation issues. Mm-hmm. And they want, right now, they have a nine-member wildlife commission. And the law requires that five of them be hunters or fishermen. So a, a majority on the wildlife commission has to be a consumptive user. Well, this mm-hmm. bill would eliminate that and allow for a simple minority to be consumptive users and all the rest can be um preservationists or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it would, it would basically change the Game and Fish Commission to a non-hunting commission. So that's one we're really fighting. Hmm. And then yeah. over, on the, over on the Senate side, we have a bill that we're supporting that makes a repeat domestic violations a felony. Um, when we have another bill we're strongly supporting, uh, right now in Nevada, if you are anywhere near a school, within a school child care, whatever, the parking lots, you're not allowed to have a gun in your car. Mm. Uh, and that really hurts people that carry concealed sure. because they can't take their kids to school. Right. Technically, exactly. You know, without violating the law. So this would eliminate that one. Wow. Uh, unfortunately, the liberal people in charge are refusing to give it a hearing. So, well, I know um, you guys are going to do what you can to keep working on behalf of rights and pushing yes. back on rights restrictors. And uh, we've got to run now, but if you would, as we're going to commercial, 
uh, Don Turner of the Nevada Firearms Coalition. Tell folks how they could get more involved, how they could help stay on top of what's going on there. Maybe help throw a couple of dollars your way. You don't even have to be in Nevada to help out financially because this is a volunteer grassroots organization. So tell folks how they can do that, Don. Well, all they have to do is Google Nevada Firearms Coalition. And it'll take you right to our webpage. We have donation pages. We have a, a foundation. We're starting the new an Annie Oakley program like they did at Ben Avery, which we're soliciting funds for so we can introduce women how to shoot. We've got a lot of stuff going on. And the biggest thing for gun owners is, I'll say it, I've heard it said before, if you're a gun owner and you're not registered to vote, you suck. <laughs> I love it. I don't think I could have said it any better than that. I think we need a bumper sticker. Don Turner, Nevada Firearms Coalition. Thanks so much, Don. Thank you, and you have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was awesome. All right, stick around. We still have Miss Antonia Okafor. She is, every time we bring her on, she's doing something new and different. And this time, she has become the founder of something called Empowered. Stick around to find out more about that. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family-owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Pot of Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Pot of Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at potofgoldestate.com. The Second Amendment Foundation is the organization that protects our right to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Now they need our help. Go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation today. Dedicated to promoting a better understanding of our constitutional heritage to privately own and possess firearms. Support those who support our Second Amendment rights today. That's saf.org. Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, we are excited now to introduce you to our next guest, Antonia Okafer. She's been on a few times. She's become a friend. And every time we have her on, she's wearing a new hat. She's got something new and exciting going on. 
So I'm excited to dive in today and find out exactly what is new and different for this creative writer at the Independent Journal. And she was also on the uh, discussion panel called Armed and Fabulous at CPAC. And now, Miss Antonia, what do you have going on? <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so I started an organization called Empowered. Um, it's really a cul- culmination of years of being a campus carry activist and being a woman and having that be, you know, the primary reason why I wanted to be an activist is because I wanted that right to self-defense, particularly because I'm a woman and on college campus. So I started Empowered so other young women on on campus. Um, well, it doesn't even have to be young. It could be a professor or even a woman, a mom, you know, visiting mm-hmm. their daughter on campus. So um, just wanted that so they can be able to have a voice on campus and be able to um, advocate for self-defense. Well, it's wonderful that you are doing that and that you've been able to, you know, found this movement. But it's sort of frustrating that there's a need for it, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. And And that's part of it is that, I knew that it was important to do it because, you know, it's really easy, and not just on campus, off campus, to find, you know, a female empowerment group that, you know, talks about that and empowering women, um, but only women who have a certain point of view, right? Um, Definitely not people who are pro-Second Amendment, um, who think, you know, adding just the equation of self-defense with a firearm is okay, and then, you know, other issues as well, but particularly with um, self-defense with a firearm, that was off-limits for female empowerment groups. So I decided, you know what, that voice is missing, and there are young women who want to know more about, you know, being able to defend themselves with a firearm, but um, there's no organization out there um, on college campuses that are particularly geared towards them and talk about campus carry, you know, specifically. So I wanted to bring that to, um, to the table. And how do people find out more about Empowered? Absolutely. So you can um, go on my website right now, which is antoniaokafor.com backslash empowered. Um, But we're also on Twitter at empowered um, underscore um, 2A and also on Instagram and Facebook as well. Well, that's wonderful. And I know you're going to have a lot of people that want to check that out because, you know, for all the people out there that are giving pushback, and we'll just call them haters, you know, there's multitudes more that understand the need for empowerment, understand the need for self-protection. And I just, you know, I'm so glad that you are the voice out there. But then I, sometimes I feel bad because you you get so much pushback, not only just women hating on you as a woman, but you just got, you know, so much hate mail for on Twitter yeah. recently. What was that about? Oh, man, um... You know, it's just revealing that side more and more, and really the racism. Uh, I mean, it's just racism because, you know, I was on Tommy Lahren's show. Um, a lot of people know her mm-hmm. from The Blaze, and I talk, I, I, I was on the show to talk about Empowered. She invited me to talk, you know, specifically about Empowered. I took a picture with her. God forbid I smiled in the picture, and then I shared it. <laughs> what were you supposed to do, I scowl at her? <laughs> I know, right? I'm be like, oh, how dare you, you know, try to advance my cause. Um, uh, so yeah, and I shared it on Twitter and then I, I was literally at Bible study. I was at Bible study and it was about to end and I just saw my phone blowing up where people were just like, what is going on? Who are these people? 
and just checking Twitter and just seeing hundreds and hundreds of people retweeting and talking about my looks. And that's all they did was just focus on my looks and, and, and what have you. They, they, they have no idea who I am as an activist, which is funny because if they did, then they'd probably get even more upset. Um, some people did talk about that, but they just focused on my looks, which just goes to show that, you know, this movement, this third wave feminism move, movement that claims to say that it's about empowering women and it's not about looks and they don't want people to focus on that. Um, instead, are, it was primarily women who were focusing my, on my looks mm-hmm. and, um, you know, not talking about the issues and, and maybe the issues that they don't agree with. But I mean, I'm happy to dialogue with that. Um, but don't talk about my hair and boots. It's, that's not something I'm going to discuss. <laughs> Love it. Well, as so, I was yeah. saying, as you were coming on, uh, <laughs> the, we have a guest page for everybody. So everybody can see your your looks are just A-OK, lady. You are <laughs> you are just beautiful. Thank You're you. healthy. You are. And an and inside, you know, you are just this genuine person. It's it's I think it's fitting that maybe you were in Bible study because, you know, you're mm-hmm. living out your life in a genuine way. And and then here come all these people that have no idea who you are. And they're just, you know, they're going for the easy, low hanging fruit of, well, let's just attack her on her race, on her looks, on her whatever. Mm-hmm. And absolutely the upside, I guess, is that you hit a nerve. And if you're hitting a nerve, mm-hmm. then you're you must be moving in the right direction. That's what I'm told. So I'm hoping I hope I can make this into a positive opportunity and um, be able to advance more. I mean, that's what it comes down to is that this is about empowering women and that's women of all walks of life. You know, empowered is not is going to be a bipartisan organization. It, it doesn't matter where you're what ideology you have. It's just empowering people to be able to defend themselves with um, our rights as an American with the Second Amendment. So, you know, Absolutely. that's it. That's everybody. And then you've got this great opportunity that uh, you're already uh, a creative writer at Independent Journal Review. Am I correct about that? Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a contributor now. I'm, I'm also going to be writing for the New York Times. So yes. I stepped down to do that so I can start writing about pro-gun issues with them. So I think yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> I mean, to have opened that door because they're not really known for, you know, their conservative uh, friend, friendliness to conservative <laughs> ideas, right? Yeah, absolutely. They, they're they're you know walking the talk. They they said after Trump won that they're going to try and open up to different points of view, and you know they they seem to be doing that. So uh, I'm really blessed that they asked me to do it. Absolutely. And just real quick before we we head out, we started the show with uh, another friend of ours, Christy McMains, and you guys were both mm-hmm. on the Armed and Fabulous panel, which is so perfect because yeah. you're both armed and <laughs> fabulous at CPAC. And you just were such great representatives uh, and ambassadors for those of us who value our Second Amendment rights. And so tell us a little bit about how did that come about? Yeah, so it was, um, the NRA put it together. Um, and it's just basically showing, you know, the new face of, of, of gun rights, of Second Amendment rights. And, you know, women are growing in numbers and becoming gun, owner, gun owners. Um, and so it was kind of fitting to show all of us, you know, we did our freedom safest place commercial. Um, it was Kimberly Corbin was there. Um, and then Ashley was also there. Um, and so we were just able to talk about our experiences and how we, we became advocates of the second amendment. And it's all very different, but it just goes to show that they're all very different women, um, in, in America. They come from different backgrounds. 
Um, but, you know, they're able to come together with this one, you know, right that we have as Americans and we share uh, where we're able to protect ourselves and defend ourselves. And I think a lot of women, you know, a lot of people came up to me and a lot of us saying, you know, that was their, they really related to that. And they felt like a conversation, something that they could be a part of and they can do and live out, you know, after the panel. So um, I'm glad it was a blessing to, to people who, who were there to listen to it. So Absolutely. it was a great experience. It was. And I was so, I was just beaming with pride. I was sitting at home watching y'all <laughs> on the TV and just like, I know all yeah. of these amazing women. <laughs> I just have the the greatest uh, opportunity to, to meet people like yourself. And, and then you have these opportunities to, to reach millions of women and then to be the founder of something that's so needed out there like empowered and tell folks again real quick as we start wrapping up how they can find out more about this movement called empowered yeah so you can go to our website it's antonia okafor so it's my first and last name dot com backslash empowered um or you can go on twitter at um, empowered underscore 2a or instagram at empowered underscore 2a we're also on facebook as well Fantastic. So, um, or our tanks and or donate. Uh, we, we appreciate both. I love it. Busy, busy <laughs> woman. Antonia Okafor, <laughs> founder of Empowered. Thank you so much, Antonia. Thank you so much. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Wow. I'm so, I'm just so blessed to know her, honestly. I'm just so impressed with everything that she does. She's one of the busiest people you will ever want to meet and she always makes time. She just always acts like she's got plenty of time. She doesn't rush through conversations. Um, just a genuine person. I really, really appreciate her. All right, well, stick around because we still have a Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's commentary. <laughs> right after this. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is in Old Town Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. Come listen to the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Hear about armed civilians protecting people they love. Were they lucky or were they prepared? Come listen and learn at selfdefensegunstories.com. Be a part of the gold rush and head on down to see my friends at Pot of Gold Auctions in Avondale, Arizona. Or check out the auction online at potofgoldstate.com. These folks auction off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Everything is going, going, gone. So you best hurry and tell them Don Cogger sent you. Welcome back and thank 
you for being with Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. Well, Responsibly Armed Citizens Report is, I always say this, it is one of my favorite things that we get to do here. Because responsibly armed citizens use guns two and a half million times a year for self-defense. And 200,000 times a year, a woman prevents a sexual assault because she was armed. Somehow we never hear these stories on the network news, so we are proud to bring them to you here on Gun Freedom Radio. Fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. Remember the slogan, no means no? Well, that's true. And it might work to stop some unwanted advances, but without an or else to back it up, those words alone are not going to stop danger from whatever he has planned for you or me or any of us. We all understand that as a nation, we rely on our military to be that or else. When other countries ignore the laws of human decency, break treaties, and try to use might over right. And sometimes our military steps in for these exact same reasons on an individual basis. Take, for example, one Monday morning in February in Michigan, when a veteran of our armed forces was all that stood between one unarmed woman's no and her estranged boyfriend's fists. As Danger attacked this woman in a store full of customers, mind you, he ignored her screams of no. He ignored the numerous court orders posted against him, and in a rage, he physically overpowered this woman whom he saw as his property and his prey. One responsibly armed citizen who was also an Iraq war veteran stepped in to be the or else that was needed to stop danger's rampage. Assault victim calls armed Iraq war vet that saved her life an angel sent from God. By staff writer published February 14th, 2017. On Monday, American Military News reported on an altercation inside of a convenience store in Holland, Michigan, that ended with an armed citizen coming to the rescue of a woman being beaten by someone with with whom she had been in a relationship with. New reports say that the armed citizen was an Iraq War veteran and at the right place at the right time. The veteran walked into a liquor store in Michigan on Thursday night and found 29-year-old Tramel Jackson beating a woman who was working there. Unfortunately, the veteran was legally carrying a handgun because when he ordered Jackson to leave the woman alone, Jackson reached for his own weapon. It was then that the veteran pulled his gun and fired two shots into Jackson. The 41-year-old victim says that Jackson was her ex-boyfriend that she had been in an abusive on-again, off-again relationship with. She says if it wasn't for the aid of the veteran, she is certain she would have died. The victim said on the day of the assault that Jackson kept calling her while she was working at the liquor store and harassing her. A while later, he showed up and began harassing her for about 20 minutes right in front of the customers. She was crying, and a customer called 911. 
Terrified, the victim tried to run out of the store but was caught by Jackson, who threw her to the ground and began beating her. That's when she heard the voice of the veteran screaming commands at her boyfriend to stop. Get off of her, leave her alone, and stop attacking her, the vet yelled. The look I saw in that guy's eyes I hadn't seen since I was in Iraq, the vet said, according to the victim. Holland police plan to ask the prosecutor to file assault charges against Jackson. No charges will be filed against the veteran as he was acting in self-defense. His gun is being held as evidence. Thank you, Newsman Blade. Wow. You know, they keep saying, at the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. You know, if more people were allowed to carry firearms responsibly, there would be more right place at the right time. So true. And uh, I'm just, this story just sends chills through me because I think, you know, there's a store full of people and nobody either had the, the mindset to help or maybe the means. Maybe it was just so violent that they, they felt like they were powerless. But because there was somebody that was armed and trained and stepped up, uh, the story ended the way that we're able to report it. Right. So. And that veteran that saved her. He didn't know that when he told that man to stop, Mm. that he was also carrying a gun. Mm. So I don't know what would have happened if the veteran wasn't carrying a firearm. It's so perfect for our theme today, right? Taking it to the streets. Yeah. So, I mean, when when you step up, when you are that person, uh, you know, you're interacting one-on-one with those around you. He stepped in to save this woman, and it had made all the difference in whether she is with us Today or not. And they did call 911. Mm-hmm. But that takes time. Right. Right? All right. So it is now time for Dan's commentary. Um. Tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. Arizona, attention. You can relax, go to the pool, just not do anything. You don't have to worry anymore because Gabby Gifford created the Arizona Coalition for Common Sense. And what does that mean? Well, it means we don't have to worry anymore because they're going to take care of all these, make some new common sense laws to protect us all. Because bad guys follow laws, whether they're common sense or not? I I would guess so. Well, she, <laughs> I guess we're both being a little facetious she's here. She's basically saying we have loopholes in our laws that allow dangerous people access to firearms. Really? What is how, how so? Felons, domestic abusers, and the dangerously mental ill have an option to buy a gun without a background check. Well, that's called the Second Amendment. And Those are constitutionally protected, God-given rights to self-protection. And when a felon... And when With a felon domestic does it, abuser, mm-hmm. he's what is he doing when he buys a gun? Uh, he's breaking the law. Right. So there is already a law. Right. But she's going to give us some common sense laws. I asked Gab- Gabby, I, I, I asked <laughs> her live on the radio right now, what law could she possibly do that would stop a determined felon from getting a firearm? See, and I don't know how she would answer you. That would be interesting if if she would answer the question directly. But since we don't have her here to ask, unfortunately, what I hear when I 
hear you talking about this is two things. One is we already know that the rights restrictors are trying to change our culture, right? Right. They want to make guns like, like undesirable, right? So what I hear is, and this is my, probably my psychological training, that they're pairing up in people's minds the ideas that the people that use guns and own guns are, what was your list here? Mentally ill domestic abuse, uh, violent crime felons. And felons, right? So they're pairing that up. So already it's sort of like, well, if you have a gun, you are one of them, you know, or there's some implication there. The other thing that, that hits me is that I think she, she doesn't really care if the felons, the domestic abusers, and the seriously mentally ill use other means. A car or a knife. That's not even mentioned here. Right? So so it's not that she really cares about, you know, helping this, these populations get better. It's not that she really cares about protecting society. Because these bad guys, these mentally unstable... You know, whatever is going on with these people, if they can't get a hold of a gun, do you think that they're suddenly going to be cured and they're not going to do anything harmful to others? Right, because they wouldn't use a hammer or a knife or a car. They, they wouldn't do that. Of course not. Absolutely. It's the gun. It, it's, <laughs> it's the gun, right? It's the gun that makes them behave badly, apparently. But, but that's what I hear, that she doesn't really care if they use these other things. Well, keep She's th- only focused on the gun, and she also doesn't care about helping those, those groups of people. No. And keep this in mind that the coalition includes gun owners, veterans, law enforcement officials, educators, and business leaders who are dedicated to keeping guns out of the hands of the wrong people. So why do you think they mention that? Well, I think what they're really trying to mention, I, I don't know, because there are some people that own firearms that probably don't um, feel a good about, you know, our Second Amendment, things like that. But well, they just don't know. Right. There's so many people. Just because you own a gun does not mean that you know what the laws are on the books. And I think that that's the point that Charles Heller makes in this. Did you mention the name of the, the article? It's in the Arizona Daily Independent. No. It was dated March 17th of 2017. So he basically says that, and he's with the Citizens Defense League, Arizona Citizens Defense League, that, you know, there's just so many people that just don't even know what the laws are. Right. What scares me about this the most is a paragraph that I'm reading here. That is exactly why we need our leaders to do everything they can to keep guns out of the hand of dangerous people who want to do our families and communities harm. Now, what's wrong with that? Well, because everything. And to me, that means... When I read into deep into that sentence, it looks to me like they're saying, we have to get rid of all the guns. Just get rid of them. That's oh, the only way. Oh, they have a magic way. wand. Right. Because keep in mind that these people are breaking laws. They're breaking the law. Mm-hmm. So by creating a new law, do you magically think they're not going to break that law too? If a person wants to buy a hammer but can't legally buy a hammer, is he going to get one? Is he going to buy a gun if he can't legally buy a gun? They're going to break the law. They're criminals. That's what they do. So what we do is we're putting so many new laws that affect the, the honest people. It's unfair. Right? It is. And I also hear her saying that, you know, we can trample the Second Amendment. We can trample the Constitution. Right. Well, why don't we ask James Brown? Yeah, James, what would you do? Hey! 
That sounds like a solid plan, James. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, what a good show. We had had fun today. It was fun. We had some great guests today. And uh, remember, next week we're going to be talking about the Big Sandy shoot in WikiUp. I think what we're going to do, we're going to take our entire second hour. I'm going to step away from the microphone, maybe. That's impossible. You've I'll never... probably drag the microphone yes. over to the sofa with me, but I, I think I'm just going to turn it over to you and, and the guys that are going to come in, and, and we'll see what happens. could be fun. Four of us getting in a car and driving to WikiUp and looking and shooting uh, machine guns and tanks and so cannons. you've got plenty and... to talk about. Yes. You won't need me on the microphone. Doesn't well, mean I'm not going to jump on. I'm not. Microphone. I'm not saying that. I, if there's a microphone around, Cheryl's in front of it. That's just what it is. I resemble that remark, and we want to thank our tech crew, our wonderful Blade, the newsman, our listeners, our guests. Uh, just really value this time time with you, and and appreciate that you will spend the time with us. And until next time, pray for our nation, pray for our leaders, all of them. All of them, Dan. Even the ones you don't like. Okay. Especially the ones you don't like. And be good to each other. Have a great week and God bless. Our founding fathers here in this country brought about the only true revolution that has ever taken place in man's history. Every other revolution simply exchanged one set of rulers for another set of rulers. But only here did that little band of men so advanced beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free.